Hi, I'm Patrick John Fluger, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of Meet Us at Molly's as a part of our coverage from the Chicago Hears event this past weekend. Gina and I got to participate in a bunch of different meet and greets over the weekend with various actors from all three shows. The meet and greets were an hour-ish of Q&A style conversation, followed by time to take selfies with each star. We're bringing you the highlights of each meet and greet that we attended. This episode contains all the highlights from the Patrick Fluger meet and greet. Since we weren't able to get good audio of everyone saying their question, I'm going to re-record their questions so that you can hear them clearly. I left the audio in of us asking our questions on the day of so that you know which were our questions. So without further ado, here are the highlights from the Patty meet and greet. Patty starts off by getting asked about what's coming up for Ruzik. He starts rambling about how you never really know what's going to happen, and then somebody points out that it's just like the situation with Bursik. Because we get frustrated. I'm supposed to talk to the the, uh, showrunners coming in this week. And he and I are supposed to have lunch. And part of the reason I want to have lunch with him is kind of like, can we like shit or get off the pot kind of thing with that story? Or or if we're going to keep it in limbo, can we just have it be a more active part of the... Because she and I will throw in little moments between the two of us. But that's all just us trying to find moments where we can do that. It's not uh-huh. written into the script, so hopefully, hopefully we can get some more clarity on that in the future. Not all heroes wear capes, Patty. You the man. <laughs> <laughs> Which set is your favorite to be on besides your own? I mean, it's always, it's real comfortable being on our set just because it's kind of home. But uh, the crossovers, Crossovers are cool because we all get to work together, and it's. Yeah, I just I always think of trying to think about like if I was a fan of watching the show. Nobody's really did done that on television before. I know that the Green Arrow and those shows do it now, but we were really the first people to do that in a massive way, and in a way where it's like, you know, we have events and stuff, but sometimes like someone will just pop up on one of the shows. I don't know. I just think that. Before I started working in the industry, I just watched TV. That would have been really neat to me. That would have been really fleshed out the, the world that I was watching that much more than that. Um, but Fire is like the funniest voice club of all time. They just, I mean, I don't, you guys must follow some of their social media. Yeah. They're just constantly goofing around. Because they all have to be there all the time. Like, we think we have it bad. Like, when we're, like, you know, the unit comes in, you might not have any lines, but you got to be in the background somewhere. And those days are, like, um, but they got to be there all the time, so they have to figure out shit to entertain themselves. It's really fun to go over there and goof around with those guys. They're awesome. I haven't really worked on that, so I don't know. I've never, I've never really worked over there, so I don't really know what... But, I mean, you know, I love Tori and... <laughs> They really are like an old married couple. Have you seen them interact before? Yeah. Yeah. They just constantly pick and poke at each other and they don't say anything like serious. They're just constantly picking each other apart. 
I'm going to, like, take it back to PD now and, like, bring it all down, even though I want to talk soccer for, like, hours. Um, yeah, so in 501, in the beginning of Season 5, mm-hmm. we took Ruth, we saw Ruth kind of, not take a turn, but do some, like, things that had all of us kind of scratching our heads. So we're looking at 501. He had the standoff yeah. with the guy in Atwater. And then there was the incident with Haley when Haley, like, almost decked Ruzik and put him against the car and everything after you, like, decked the guy. In 4. That was four, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, a lot of the fans on the internet were talking to me, were like, what's happening to Ruzik? And I know there were a couple of things where you were just like, what is happening to my character? What happens when the writers are taking your character in a certain direction and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, when, when, because we have a new showrunner. Right, right, right. So, so he was going to, I mean, it was going to change a little bit. Regardless, you know, mm-hmm. we don't do nearly as much. I mean, not that we were ever a funny show, but we'd have like little moments of humor, and we don't really do that anymore. Right. Because we did a lot more funny things that you guys never saw because it would lay on the editing room floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it just never made the cut because, frankly, Arthur, the head editor, just doesn't. He doesn't really like comedy. He doesn't think it fits in the show. All we've ever wanted is a blooper reel, by the way. Yeah. What's that? A, a blooper, blooper reel. reel. That's all we've ever wanted. There should be one because right. they happen quite often. I watch Jess fall from like a fence that's as high as this wall, like trying to climb up, and he was gonna hop over it all cool, just ate it. Marina's like cracked her head a couple of times, like it's it's happened. Like the one where you go for your gun and it just goes flying. <laughs> that didn't look as cool as it needed to. Um, Luch is off in the corner judging you and laughing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or Luch will be like when we go in and we start clearing houses when we're, we're running it and rehearsing it, he'll hide in there and jump out and be like, watch your corners! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think after he came back from, excuse me, from being in, uh, like, undercover last year, mm-hmm. the idea, even even when Matt was still here, his idea was that, like, he got, he had some kind of weird, like, some dark things happen there, mm-hmm. and so that would kind of darken his character a little bit, and then, um, but also it's just, it's kind of the direction that Rick was taking a little bit more, that they want, that Ruzik, because of all of these reforms that are happening in the police department, Ruzik likes the way that Boyd's always done things. Yeah. He thinks that it, that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. He sees the, he sees the good in in that he thinks that you know if you've got to use under underhanded tricks to get after underhanded people mm-hmm. then that's what you got to do right and the problem with that is when you use underhanded tricks sometimes people that are not underhanded get caught up in that 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 net mm-hmm. and uh so things have to change yeah. but music doesn't want them to change no. and so i think what you're what you're seeing is he's slowly on some level becoming more and more like Boyd every day and while he's still you know he loves his job like he thinks it's fun yeah on mm-hmm. some weird level yeah um, but he also has a really kind of piss poor temper and uh, he can't control it all the time but yeah that, that first episode when he and I were arguing which what's great about it is you know when I talked to Rick because I called him that scene where Atwater and I, he's like, look, man, you got to calm down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, if, if he pulls a gun on me, or he pulls a gun on you, yeah. fuck yeah. that. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if, he, if his feelings got hurt. Yeah. Or his kids, like, dad, what the shit was that? You and I are going home to eat tonight. I don't care what happens. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. 
but we're look where we are. Yeah. We're in the wild, wild west, and I'm not. I'm just not risking that. And for him, you know, he sees it from a complete. He grew up a black man in a in a black neighborhood, and he knows what it's like to be on the receiving end of that mm-hmm. as a as a black man, be on the receiving end of that. And so it was this. When I first read it, I was like, oh my god, they're making music racist. <laughs> Holy shit. And I called him, and I was kind of panicking. Yeah. And he was like, yo, listen, this should not, you should not, you, you're making a good point. Mm-hmm. And so is Atwater. Yeah. There's no, yeah. You, nobody's wrong here. It's, yeah. It, it, it's just, it is what it is. That's what makes it so tough, is mm-hmm. it's such a gray area mm-hmm. that there's, you know... When, when we're talking about police reforms throughout the country, it's there's so much gray area that right. it's really hard right. to say, well, here's the fix. Here's mm-hmm. the simple fix. Yeah. And we're trying to deal with that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes the audience is going to watch you. You guys are still the heroes, but sometimes we want them to question, like, your behavior. You're human. Right. And you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to get scared, and you're going to react angrily sometimes, when maybe it would have been better if you had calmed, your, calmed yourself down before. Yeah. So, I share I shared your kind of like ah yeah. Um, but as I grew to understand it a little bit more, mm-hmm. I like it more. And I also like you know we were talking about Marina being so dark in that last episode that I kind of like that you know remember when Marina was in blues and she was like really cute. She tried so hard. Happy go lucky little flight. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and and I miss that character on some level. Uh-huh. I do, and I miss that storyline. But at the same time, I think it's a lot of TV shows. You watch, you know, Bart Simpson never grows up, and it's not an incredibly perfect comparison because it's a cartoon, obviously. But you can watch TV shows where the characters really never, yeah, they yeah. don't evolve, they don't change that much. They are right. who they are, and you're gonna, they don't want to change it because it's like, well, that formula works. Yeah. That Marina and Blues with a partner, that formula works. Mm-hmm. And then I like with our show that they're like, well, this new formula might not be. But these characters have to grow up. Yeah. Her sister got raped last year. Yep. Yeah. Like she watched that happen. So that's gonna that changes people. Yeah. And I think it's cool that we're seeing that that you see these guys these guys change that idealism. Yeah. Kind of starts to get chewed away at. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but think that's a good question. That's why I think the Rosewater dynamic has been so good this season because you guys bring both sides of the argument to the table, but you're also best friends. Right. So you can have I'm the glad discussion. that comes through. Yeah, it really does. Because I think does. That, was, uh, that was our fear, too, is that, there, you know, maybe that doesn't come through enough. And because we'll do... There was an episode where he and I, when his brother and sister went away this, this mm-hmm. season. Yeah, yeah. Um, to stay with his aunt. Mm-hmm. Where he and I have a full-on conversation about that before we start doing case stuff. And the thing is, with the show is, bless them, but they overwrite it. So it's, it's about four or five pages longer than it, it should be based on the time that they have yeah. for broadcast. And so, you know, a good, large chunks of the show of what we shoot don't make it into right. the final product. And so a lot of the time that happens to be him and I shooting the shit about like, hey, what, how, how your bro and sis doing? You know, ah, they're good. And just kind of like, just having a normal conversation. And so I'm glad... So they often take those out, and yeah. that always kills me because I'm like, how are we supposed to establish relationships if you constantly take out the casual banter between friends? Mm-hmm. And it really frustrates me. I mean, I've gotten into 
fairly you know, heated discussions with the editor. About yeah. It. And uh, and so I'm really glad that it comes through mm -hmm. that we're you know because he's my best friend in real life or one of them anyway and and in the in the show but but it works thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, going off of that, I just have a quick question. Then I have like my actual question. But like, so is it the editor's choice, like what gets cut out of episodes, or is that not like Rick Eads' decision? That's like the editor's choice. You know what? Or you don't know? You're not sure. Rick, it's really the editor. Okay. Because Arthur, who is, please don't don't. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. The loveliest guy, and he's incredibly talented. But we call him the Butcher of Burbank, and he's he's been working <laughs> with Dick for years. Okay. He's, he's edited. All of, been, he's yeah. been the head editor on all of Dick's stuff. Okay. And so he kind of has final say. I mean, Rick will step in if he really feels strongly about right. something. But for the most part, Rick's got so much going on right. with what's coming down the pike, what's coming down the line. That right. If he finds out that Arthur's cool with what he got, then and that Peter's cool, Peter Jankowski is cool with what they got, mm -hmm. and then he's cool for with the it. most part good to move on. Okay. Yeah. And then my other question was just, what is this one Chicago universe's obsession with the plaid? Like, the characters, <laughs> you guys, like, is this like a Chicago thing? Like, what is this obsession? Do you wear a lot of plaid? You oh, all wear a ton yes. of plaid. Yes. Yeah. Really? You especially. I, she, you know what, I don't always love, like, some of the clothes she puts me in, Sue, Sue's our, uh, our wardrobe artist, and some of the stuff she puts me on, like, I, I like this shirt. I would wear this shirt on a Friday hands down go dancing in this fucking thing but you want me to go and arrest people in this thing I'm like going to a nightclub in 1978 like, you know what I mean and yeah I, I don't disagree but the thing is is like I don't know John and Jesse just got here earlier they kind of did so they get the t-shirts and the thermals and the like more simple straightforward like yeah I could see a cop wearing that whereas when I come in they're like well we gotta we can't have you know Jesse and I are the exact same age we play brothers in the pilot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we have, we look enough alike to where they have to figure out how to differentiate me, and it just happens to be flat clothing. <laughs> and through the color palette, or what do you call Plaid, that? Like, yeah. pattern choice of yeah. Plaid. Yeah. Yeah, the first few seasons, you were like in different colors. You Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my! Nobody likes my brown jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna because I've been sensitive, <laughs> but I've been exercising a lot more than I have in the past, <laughs> and so like my sh my stuff doesn't fit me anymore. Like my pants like don't really fit, so I'm like chasing. I'm like okay. <laughs> like, my pants don't fit. My shirts are a little too tight. So I think next year. I'm gonna bring this. Um, I'm gonna bring this to her. Okay. There's a lot of plaid going on. Maybe we should try something different. Yeah, I just didn't know if that was like a Chicago thing because, like, being from DC, it's just like stiff guys in suits all the time. And I was just right. like, oh, yeah, I was just like, I didn't know if this stuff was Chicago. Right now, too. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw my plaid yesterday, but that shit's the fly. It's the fuck. Right, and that's what I'm saying. The cast is all wearing plaid. Like Nick's wearing plaid today. Like, he, every, yeah, he's wearing oh, a yeah, green yeah, plaid. Yeah. Yeah, Nick didn't try today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Nick, I'm like, dude, you look at anything today. It's like, nah, I was tired. <laughs> don't blame him. Did you audition for any other characters besides Ruzik when you were auditioning for PD? Like Leroy said, he was almost Otis on Chicago Fire. Oh, 
No, I um, I actually had done this pilot with Jesse and Sophia. Excuse me, where we played siblings, and the one of the producers on the pilot was actually a producer who gave me my very first pilot back when I was 18 years old, and I I didn't remember her, and she was like, "Do you remember?" And anyway, so we did this pilot. It didn't turn out great. Um, but, you know, I think we, the performances were good enough to where NBC was like, we should use these guys again. So I put it on tape in the basement, for Ruzek, in the basement with my sister. Okay, so, excuse me, I, I went too fast. So the producer on that pilot is married to Madeline Seth, who is the creator of PD and our first showrunner. And so I definitely got like a little like, nepotism like the nepotism door open for me right. but um, yeah so I just I put it on tape in the basement with my sister and I didn't have to go in again I passed the tape around NBC I passed it around Dick Wolf's office I did a Law and Order a long long time ago um, that they put me up for an Emmy nomination for and so they kind of remember me from that over at Wolfgram so I, didn't, I only had to go in one time yeah yeah, I'm glad it was Ruzik. I like I yeah. like this part. It, I, you know, think it's fun being the guy that doesn't take it all too seriously. You right. know what I mean? Who like likes kicking in the door? And <laughs> likes likes the adrenaline rush. You know? I'm glad. I, I wouldn't want to play any of the other roles. Yeah. Plus, they're played so well. I can't imagine anybody else being in those, right. in those positions. There you have it. That's the highlights from the Patty meet and greet at the Chicago Hearers event this past weekend. We hope you enjoyed hearing his answers. Stay tuned this week for the rest of our coverage from our weekend in Chicago. So until next time, bye everybody.